Ragtag, ragtag, welcome back to You've Got a Life to Love with me. I'm your host, Sarah Delamarter. I'm so happy that you are here. Why I call us ragtag warriors? Because ragtag, you can see the image in your mind, right? I like to think that at some point in life, you've tripped over something or you've been kicked in the teeth and as you recover from that, how do you come out of those? As you come out of those battles, we feel like we're being held together with strings and twine. Feel a ragtag, but we are also warriors. You are a warrior for yourself, for your future, for your hopes and dreams, for your health, your healing, and your kids. As with all warriors, the best warriors are prepared. So, one of the hopes of this podcast is that it helps you address some things in your life or in your mind or in your soul um, that helps you feel more prepared to be a better warrior for yourself and your kids and the life that you really want to be living. Um, I wanted to let you know really quickly that coming up here at the end of October, October 28th, 2022, Foundations of Recovery is launching. Um, so if you are in a season where you are feeling like your foundations are shaky, your foundations are still a little rattled and rocky from a divorce or a separation, this program might be for you. I have a brand new website, saradelamartico.com. Go find me there for more information. And as always, come find me on Instagram. That's my favorite social media platform, and I'm there most often, and that is sarah.delamarter. Okay, team. I wanted to talk to you a bit today and just sit in this space of divorce recovery for a minute because I want you to know that your divorce recovery timeline is uniquely yours. There's no, there's no set frame on it. You're not supposed to feel better in six months or three years there's no timeline for it. You know, some people some people seem to have shorter recovery timelines and sometimes that is because the marriage that they were in was so bad and they were so alone and they were able to do a lot of healing before the actual divorce hit. Um some marriages are over for years before they are legally over. So if someone's in that situation, there's always the possibility that that they did move forward, that they did the therapy, that they read the books. And so then when the divorce legally hits and the separation hits, they seem to have a shorter recovery timeline and they're ready to get back out there and start you know, living their dreams or maybe dating again faster than it would seem. Um <laughs> I have thoughts on post-divorce dating, but I'm not going to share them here. We'll talk about that in a different podcast. <laughs> um, but I'm not a dating coach. That's not what I'm here for. I digress. Other people are so blindsided by their divorce that it takes them longer um, post-separation. And after all the legal business is done, it takes longer because the divorce came by surprise or the devastation, um, whatever that hit that person's life and the way it brought up any other triggers and all of our inner child wounds and all of that, um, that person might take longer to heal. So I want to encourage you wherever you are 
in your divorce recovery timeline that it is so uniquely yours. It doesn't have to be quick. Uh, You don't have to just get over it. Um, That's something that I think is really interesting. And it's not always understood by our support systems. Um, Much of the time we have our support systems, but often they haven't been through a divorce themselves. Or, I mean, by all means, they haven't been through your divorce. They weren't in your relationship. So, again, this is just to speak some life into you that your all that you've suffered, how you might be suffering now, um, it's just all, it's all up to you. It's all uniquely yours. Um, because it's a really <laughs> unfortunate trick of the mind and the heart that you can maybe leave someone and you might leave them for really big reasons. Maybe they were abusive. Maybe they had an affair with someone you both knew. Um, maybe they were just a habitual cheater. Maybe they abandoned you emotionally and, and controlled you financially. So there is a chance all of these things, all of these big, bad things happen to you. And then you finally, something causes the, the separation and the divorce. But gosh darn it, if you don't still miss that person. And it's something that I think is under undertaught and misunderstood. So if that is you, again, in your this timeline of healing and feeling okay and recovering, that's actually totally normal. And it's okay if you are in that spot. It's weird. It's hard to make sense of. You know, why would I miss this person who was so rotten to me? And the reasons are complicated. For the, on the one hand, you were in a marriage and most marriages produce kids. So there is some sort of love there. There was something. And if it was abusive, there's also the reality of trauma bonding. And we'll have to do a whole nother podcast on that. Um, and the trauma bonding makes you feel super attached to that person as well. So it's an absolute mind mess inside of divorce recovery to just be like, well, I don't want to be with that person anymore, or I can't be with that person. I know they're not good for me, but I still miss them. And I think the same, I mean, that goes for both sides. If you were the lever or the left, that there are moments where you're like, gosh, I know that this is the right choice for my life. And I need to do this for me and I need to do this for my children and to break these generational patterns. Um, But I miss that person. So if that is you, I encourage you to just give yourself so much grace. Rest in the reality that it's normal. It's going to be okay. Do not reach out to that person. This is your little PSA. Just because you miss someone toxic does not mean that you should contact them. But sit in it alone. Sit in it with yourself. And it's okay to acknowledge that and to be confused by that and just know that it's real. 
And as you move forward and you're sitting in this strange new reality and this timeline that doesn't seem to make any sense, um, I hope that my words can breathe some hope into you. And the Bible tells us that we have this anchor to hold on to. We have this hope, this anchor to hold on to. I want to remind you that you do have hope. You have so much hope. And if you can't see it yet, you keep looking because the hope inside of divorce is astounding. But we don't know that because you didn't want to be here in the first place. But as you inch forward down this unique timeline of your own, maybe it's fast, maybe it's short, you will start to open your eyes and realize that the abundant, immeasurably more hope that you are offered by God now post-divorce, it's like so bright, it's blinding. It's really amazing because now you get to hope for yourself. You can hope for your healing. You can hope for your children and their futures. You can hope for your dreams and new hobbies. You can hope for a better relationship with your best friend or family members. You can hope for vacations. You can hope for better sleep. You can hope for less anxiety. You can hope for a different financial reality. You can hope and hope and hope for everything because you're in the side of this opportunity now. You are faced with one of the hardest things that life has to face us with, and that is a divorce. It is up there as one of the worst, most stressful, most painful things that we humans can go through. So look at you surviving. Look at you still waking up every morning and you're still doing this thing inside of your own timeline. Look at you. I am proud of you and I believe in you and I believe in your future. So keep going and begin to look around. You know what I, I like to do even still And it was something so little that helped me when I was deep in the mire of it myself. I would open my eyes and I would see a plant. It doesn't matter this season. It happens to be fall right now and you can look outside, look at a tree and a tree is changing before our very eyes. And the leaves are falling because something has to die so that this new growth of this tree can come forward eventually. And that's hope. That's visual hope right in front of you. You know, in the wintertime, the snow falls and it's a clean slate. Oh, you can hope for that. In the springtime, of course, you get the bulbs blooming and the new flowers, all the little baby animals. That's hopeful. That's hopeful for new life. In the summertime, when it gets hot, there can be amazing sunrises and sunsets. And you think, look at this. This world is still spinning. There is still beauty in front of me. And you can hope for that. But I want to continue to encourage you that you get to do this on your own timeline. And you sort of need to. You need to be honest with yourself about what you need and what you don't need. You need to be honest with yourself about your feelings, where you are in this. Um, It's really common. A lot of people pop right into the dating scene um, 
because they want to feel hopeful. They want to feel validated. But be honest with yourself. Is that really where you are? Are you really ready for that? Or do you just, are you just looking for that kind of external pop of attention or validation? Um, and you might need that. That might be where you are. But, but you might not also. You might need some more time staring at the leaves on a tree and hoping internally, to hoping inside of yourself, inside of your own mind and your own soul and your own body before you're really ready to move forward and hope with another person. But again, (laughs) this whole short podcast is about how the timeline is yours. I just want you to be really honest with yourself inside of it. Are you moving too quickly? Because you want to just get past the pain and just get yourself out of this void? Are you moving too quickly through your recovery? Or are you not moving quickly enough? Are you taking too much time waiting to start your life because you're afraid or because you're hurt? Are you spending too much time um, mulling it over, staying in that place of feeling sorry for yourself? What you get to do for a while? Come on, this is hard. But is there a time when that needs to end and you need to actually be moving forward a little bit more with your action and with your daily routines so that you have a life that's moving forward now? I want to challenge you in those two areas. And it's deeply personal. It's deeply intimate. You are the one that is going to know this answer. Are you going too fast because it hurts so much you just want it to end? Or are you going too slow because it has hurt so much that you are scared to launch now? Reach out to me on Instagram or on the comment section from the website. Let me know where you stand on this. I think it would be a very interesting conversation to have as a community. Wherever you are, Wherever you are on this big timeline of healing and rebuilding and recovering, it is yours. And I hope that feels empowering to you because after so much loss, after so much change, after whatever it is that caused your divorce, the pain and all of that, it's really empowering now to know that your healing is in your own hands. You and God can do this. And it's your timeline. And we're creeping up on the holidays here. And you get to say if you are ready or not. Are you ready to spend Thanksgiving in the traditional way that you had before the divorce with your family maybe? Or are you not? Do you need to do something different this year? It's really empowering. It's really empowering. There is freedom in that. And there is forever hope in that. And hope for yourself, right? Hope for yourself, hope for the possibility in you. Hope for the new boundaries that you are setting. Hope for this great big life that is waiting for you. A life where you are not sad every day. A life where you believe that your kids are okay and going to be okay. 
a life where you believe in yourself and you believe that you have the worth and the value to pursue your dreams and passions. Where you step forward, lift your head up, pull those shoulders back and release all of the shame because there is therefore now no condemnation in Christ Jesus. doesn't matter what we've done. We get to repent. We get to bring it to him. We get to do the work to heal. And then we get to move forward, shame-free, new healthy patterns, new wise choices, and new hope. I believe in you. Ragtag Warriors, thank you for being here. And I will see you next time.